You're tuned into Art Goon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. Okay, well, thank you guys for joining me this evening for the 9010 conference. This is the new and improved 9010 conference. The last one that I had was, or I'm sorry, the very first one that I had was eight years ago in 2012, September 2012. I had it at the Crescent Jewel in downtown Riverside, which is now Prohibition, if you guys are familiar. All, All my IE people know what that is. And, um, you know, I had a few after that, and then I took a break for a little bit because it's just, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's a lot of work. And so I put it on hold. Big C approached me a couple months ago and was like, let's do another 9010 conference. I'm like, really? Are you sure? And he got me on board, and here we are today. So shout out to Big C Productive Culture. They are the ones who really put this event together. Um, and help me get it, you know, to where it is right now. So thank you guys again. Now for the new faces in here, you guys are like, well, what the hell is 9010 Conference and what is this about? So pretty much where I got the idea from is really off of social media. 2012 social media, like Twitter 2012 was like really wild and crazy. It was like the wild, wild west. It was just really outrageous. People were talking crazy. People were just going nuts. And, you know, people get behind their keyboard and they start talking crazy. And I was like, bring that same energy in person. You ain't going to talk to me like that crazy. (laughs) So in the past, we've had like an open forum, like anybody can talk. We decided this time we wanted to do panelists. I did hand select these panelists to be on here. Um, I've known some of these people for how many years have I known you, Camille? I don't know, 20. Almost 20 (laughs) years. Um, all the way up until like maybe a couple years ago for some of my other panelists. And I know some of your guys' stories. I know what you guys do, what you're about. So this is why I hand-selected these people. So with that being said, we're going to talk about just some of the stuff that our generation faces. So stuff with relationships, marriage, love, dating, all that good stuff. And it's usually, it's just, it's always like a good topic. People are always fired up about that stuff. So I decided to do it again. And we're not going to talk about politics and shit like that. I think we got enough of that this week, right? Hold hold your applause. Hold on. (laughs) Calm down. That motherfucker might come back, okay? Hold on. Don't get excited. Let's uh, stay focused. We took a good first step. I will say that. So... We don't know. So with that being said, with, sorry guys, with all the crazy stuff that's happening around us, I feel like it's good to have something like this where we can talk about what we are dealing with and our issues and what we're facing, okay? So let's do some of the intros for our panelists. Let's go get, give them a round of applause. This is how I want it to go, okay? I want you guys to pass the mic down. We'll start with, who do we want to start with? Becky, let's start with you. All right, I'm Becky. Did you say my age? Yeah, I'm 30. I'm almost 34. I'm going to be 34 this week. So happy birthday to me. Thank you. I'm a Capricorn, in case y'all wondered. <laughs> um, I am a mom of two kids. I have a seven and nine-year-old. I'm, hey, two kids. I 
two kids, yep. That's my most important job, as cheesy as that is. And then um, I'm divorced, and the unique thing about my relationship status is that I'm single for the first time in my life. Um, I was divorced two, three years ago, and then I had like two serious relationships back to back, and now I'm like, fuck that, I'm gonna be single. So I'm single, and, uh, but another weird thing about me is I'm best friends with my ex-husband, like literally, best friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We have to be best friends. Yep, so. All right, thank you, Becky. That's me. All right, let's go to Tilo. Bring it down, bring it down, bring Hi it down. Hi, everyone. I'm Taryn. Hi. Hi. I am 30. Uh, I am also a mother to a two-year-old son. I'm co-parenting. I'm also in a committed heterosexual relationship with a man of uh, six months. Feels like six years. In a good way. In a good way. Yep. I'm from Corona. Thank you, Tilo. My name is Anthony. I'm 33 years old. I have a nine-year-old daughter. I have another daughter on the way right now. And my my relationship status is recently married to this beautiful woman right here. We got married like three days ago. (laughs) Give it up for my wife. Newly my wed. wife. We just got married like three days ago. So, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Congratulations again, you guys. All right, let's Camille. Let's start with you. Go ahead. Okay, so my name is Camille. Um, I've been in a relationship off and on for thirteen years. So there's that. And then we've been together consistently for five and married for two and a half. So there's that also. <laughs> I don't have any kids. We don't have any kids. Um, I live in, I guess, Canoga Park. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> My name is Trame Reem. Kareem by birth. I'm from Reno Valley, California, the murder. (laughs) I was born in 1987. I'm 32. I'm Aquarius. I'm a fashion designer. I'm an artist. I do a podcast with Big C in Jordan. And uh, yeah, I'm off the champagne right now. Oh yeah, I'm very single. I'm extremely single. Kids and I've been I've been single for probably like since 2008. Okay, Reem, do you have kids? Yeah, no, I have no kids neither. No divorces. Sorry, I didn't answer your question. No, it's okay. I just want you know. That's no fine. divorces, no kids. Yep. <laughs> What's up, family? He's drunk already. What's up, y'all? My name is uh, Lance Penland. I'm 30 years old, uh, extremely in love with this young woman right here with the Ow! turban on. Yeah. We've been together for six years. We've been married for three years. And we have a son that's almost two years old. And we're practicing for another one. So. 
And just so y'all know, she's been having like an attitude for like the past couple of weeks. So I'm like, no, I'm saying like it might, we might already have one on the way. Like, I'm like, so we got to find out. So, you know, Sarah, she brought us together with Big C on tonight. And as you all know, she has a Halloween party for her birthday. And um, about two years ago, and they said it on the podcast, you know, y'all put my business out there on the podcast. Um, about two years ago, my wife and I conceived at the Halloween party. Hey, God bless you, amen. <laughs> you know, we married, but we still, you know what I'm saying, keep the fire burning, you know. You know what, Lance, I don't know if, you're, if you would like to share kind of like what you, what you do, and I don't know if that's, I think it's, it gives people a good perspective. All right. She's going to keep coming back to me. Um, so vocationally, I'm a pastor as well. I pastor a church. I've been pastoring church for three years now. I'm from the murder, but my church is in Riverside, but you know, God, we're we trying to move a second location to the murder though, so <laughs> we on the way. Thank you guys. So... Give all of our panelists a round of applause one more time. So as you know, there's very different people in here. Everybody just started getting married out of nowhere. I was like, what the hell? I was trying to, you know, mix it up. Everybody just got married on the panel and shit. It's like, look at Reem. Reem is just shaking his head. It's okay, Reem. We're going to get you together. But um, so let's, let's just start with the topics. Let's, let's get into it. So the first topic was I wanted to do like a... a like a hot topic, current event. I didn't, again, I didn't want to talk about the politics. I didn't want to talk about, you know, just random stuff. So the hot topic is when people see like certain celebrities, you know, on social media together, like YG and Kalani or, you know, Gucci Man and Keisha Kao or whatever her name is. Um, Shout out Miss Keisha. I'm sorry. I just, I was, I just, I, I know Gucci. Burr. Burr. Um, when people say, like, they see it and they're like, relationship goals, vibes, what does that mean? What does that mean for you guys? What does relationship goals mean for you? I'm just curious. Let's just open it up. This is a warm-up. You going to start off, Trey? I will. Go ahead, Puppy. So what does it mean to me, or what do you think I think it means to, like, collectively to everybody else? Well, you know what? Okay, so I... <laughs> I feel like there's two different answers. There is two different answers, yeah. but I want you to answer it how you would like to answer. So, like, maybe okay. what does it mean to you? Yeah. Or when you see that stuff, like, what does it mean when you look at it and you're like, okay, it's just two celebrities together. They just got together last week. Why yeah. is this goals? I feel like with other people, it's, it, it, it's something different to them than what it means to me. To me, relationship goals is a lot. It's like a bond. It's a lot of uh, time, a lot of work, a lot of talking, a lot of growing, a lot of friendship. And when you also have to look good together, I ain't gonna lie. Like you got, you got to look good together when you go out. You got to like enjoy each other's vibe when you go out. It can't just be like y'all two at at the home just chilling. Y'all got to enjoy each other's space in both parts of life. That's my viewpoint. Other people's viewpoint, I think, is they look cool in pictures. That's relationship goals. <laughs> I feel like that's the end-all, be-all of it. Like, the, the general consensus of everybody else, I feel like that's what it is. I think that everyone's looking for a way to relate and figure out what a healthy relationship should look like. I think relationship goals on social media is only what you can see, right? Just like 
we know that there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind closed doors, especially when you talk about celebrities. You know, there's a lot of cheating going on, a lot of stuff that you don't actually want to deal with, but then this relationship goes because they look cute out together. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I, I tweeted like last year, like I'm my own relationship goals. Like I'm just trying to have a healthy relationship, trying to be, you know, do. That was facts, facts. No, for real. Be, be prepared for that facts, all night. Facts. Be prepared for that all night. Y'all are sleeping. Do my own work. Do, I have to do my work. He does his work, and and together we do the work t together. So. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Oh God. Yeah. So let's use the example. Like, I'm just thinking of all these celebrities. So, like, let's look at, like, Cardi B and, like, Offset, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're the only one clapping, oh, sir. God. Okay. Um, I cannot. I cannot. So he was just recently, like, caught cheating, uh -huh. right? His page got hacked or whatever. Mm. Whatever. Caught. And then a week later... Cardi, you know, so nobody said that that was relationship goals. Nobody said that he got caught cheating. Oh my God, that's relationship goals. But then Cardi B came like a week later and gave him what, like $500,000 present. Shout out to so Queen. Is that, is that, Shout out to Queen taking care of her king. So is that, is that relationship goals? Like, is it just pieces yes. of people's relationship that are relationship goals? Two yes. weeks ago, they were relationship goals. I feel like they were on vacation somewhere and y'all were like relationship goals. <laughs> I was just saying that relationship goals are all a matter of timing and perspective. You guys are looking at one second and a picture, and you're like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. But really, she's taking him back every five seconds, if you really look at it. Cardi B has taken him back like five times this year. And y'all are like, oh, they on vacation. That's cute. I want to be like that. Do it's like really? they have like, like really? memory loss. They do. They do short-term okay. memory right. loss. <laughs> okay, we have a couple questions um, right here. And then, we'll, Kim, we'll get you in the back in a second. Uh, Kale, can we get... Hey, yo, hold on, hold on. Okay, hey, okay. Well, oh, okay. Michael's gonna pass around the mic to each person. Okay. we'll get it in. We'll Jeff. take, we'll take, like, let's take, like, these three people, and then we're gonna move on to the, the main topics. And use the mic, Kale. There it is. Okay. Okay, let's go. So we have Lauren from Paris. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Paris, California, yes. I was actually gonna say something similar to what one of you on the left side said, I do think that back more in the 90s, it was always like pimps and, you know, everybody was having hoes and all that was popular. Whereas nowadays in hip hop, you are seeing people marrying each other. And although it may not be like legit and everything's good, I mean, it's a marriage, so don't get me wrong. And they're celebrities, but it is nice to see that they're marrying each other and not just everybody's got hoes and this is popular. So I think that makes a big difference. Thank you. Thank you, I like Laura. that, I like that. I do. Okay, let's get over to Kim. So we have Kim from Huntington Beach. <laughs> no, I just wanted to comment to the lady in the gray sweater. I think exactly what she said is spot on. You got to create your own relationship goals. Like that was just spot on because everything in the media is just like they're only going to put out a certain thing. So it's just kind of foolish to be like, I want to be like them because you don't know them. So... You create your own goals. You do what works for you. So I'm just bouncing off of that. Yeah. Can I chime in on that real quick, if you don't mind, real quick? I have a question, though. So you're saying, basically, that we should create our own goals, and it's not good to, like, look at that. But, I mean, for instance, I see, like, Alicia Keys and, like, Swiss Beats. That's for sure relationship goals. They, they show me shit I don't even think Drop about. Drop the bomb. Drop the bomb. But, it, but again... 
Like, just because it's fuck-ass Offset and fuck-ass Cardi but, B, I'm not going to relate them. Like, re- like it's different levels. Bro, you're tripping, bro. But, Alicia, but, Alicia Keys stole Common. Or, 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 I mean, she stole Swiss Beats, bro. She stole Swiss Beats. Everything isn't built in a day. But Big C. But, okay. Okay, one last comment. One last comment here. But, wait, but, but, wait, wait, hold on. Like, I think it's, but I think... Again, like you actually don't know them though, so that like I have a one-way don't... relationship off Instagram. <laughs> I see it and know. I know it. I see it. I'm like you still I, don't every know day. Them. You got to do what works for you and create I feel your you. own. I'm just giving goal. a different right. perspective. All right, all right, just... guys. One last comment and let's move on to the next topic. I just wanted to warm you guys up. Just just a little warm up. This is all fluff. This is all BS. It's My name is MJ. Nothing. What are we talking about? Radio HomegrownRadio.net. Uh, one. Let's thanks for the shot. That's that's real. One, let me let me just be 100. Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats, you can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. Well, that okay, okay. And 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 to that answer, to you saying that you're mad at that, let me tell you this if you're not willing to now, and I might sound mad crazy, but let me tell you this if you're not willing to go get what you want to go get, then. You gonna sit sideways and be, oh my god. That's what you're gonna be like. That's one. Two, back, two, two, back to, uh, what was the topic? Relationships. <laughs> Relationships. So, now Cardi B and Offset, you gotta understand. Uh-huh. She's making the choice. Now, women understand when I say this, They're, she's making the choice. So if she's making the choice to go back every time, then guess what? That's her God-given right. Because guess what? The pastor will tell you himself, it's free will. Everybody got free will. And if you have a choice, you're going to make a choice. But cheating happens. Because guess what? You never know what type of vibe you're walking into. Now, hypothetically speaking, I have a young lady that I talk to, but I got a baby on the way with my baby moms. But if I'm in this room right now and I vibe with a young joint and she fuck with me for what it is, then guess what? I'm going to fuck with the joint off the Yikes. Off the <laughs> All <rail>. right. <laughs> See? No. Super okay. yikes. But, hey, yo, but this All is right, what I'm guys. saying. But this is what I'm saying. Yo. You We're are everyone's worst hey, nightmare. Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, hold you guys. Choices. MJ, I'm going to talk to you later. We... <laughs> MJ gonna get beat up later if you keep on going. No, I'm just kidding. No, but this is the interesting thing about this conference is that people's perspectives and opinions are gonna vary from yours. It may open up your mind. It may close your mind. So let's continue. We're gonna get back to that. That's part of some of the questions in here. So we're we're gonna... Great segue. Okay. Free will. Okay, so let's go to the first topic. Panelists, you ready? Panelists, you ready? Yeah. First topic. Courting. Dating. Talking. Yep. My first question. Wait, you guys. Hey, I need it like silent in here. Thank you. Um, courting, dating, talking. One, how has it evolved? I know we're still young, but it has evolved in the last 10 years. And what does courting look like in today's society? And another question is, and you guys don't have to answer all of these. How would you court someone? 
men or or women can answer this. So who's gonna start off? Let's go ahead. I got go some ahead. thoughts. Okay, go. <laughs> I got some thoughts. He brought his damn notes. I love. I it. have thoughts about courting. Um, one of the thoughts that I have about courting is back in our parents' grandparents' day, what used to be considered chivalrous is now considered creepy or thirsty. Ask your grandma. Ask your grandma how your grandfather got her. She'll tell you something like. He found out what my favorite flower was. He found out what my favorite candy was. And he just showed up to my job day after day until I agreed to go out on a date with him. <laughs> now, ladies, let a man stalk your Facebook or your Instagram to find out what your favorite flowers are and where you work at, and he pops up. He's going to jail. That's... You're going to call the authorities on him because that's some creepy shit now. That's not... Okay, you know what? So I'm going to also... Wrong. Part, part of my job as a facilitator is I'm going to play the devil's advocate, too. Don't, li- do don't, don't take what I'm saying seriously, but I'm going to challenge you Let's guys. So is that, is that not effort? Yeah, it's effort, but it's creepy, though. That's called thirsty Tell in 2019. That's thirsty. That's, thirst, that's right? called thirsty in 2019. Hold on. This I'm just curious. If, if, okay, if, if you guys want to talk, raise your hand so we can get a mic to you. Because back in our grandparents' days, our grandfathers didn't take no for an answer. If she went away to school, he would follow her to wherever she went until he got her. Now you're a stalker and you're going to jail. You're going to end up getting me too and you're going to jail. Thank you, Andrew. So that's the way, in my opinion, that's how courting has changed. I don't know how y'all court because I'm married, so I don't need to court nobody. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, how I courted her. Drop a bomb. The way I courted her was I jumped. The way, the way... The way I courted her was back in 2012. I jumped in her DM and I invited her to the strip club. Hey, that's a love. That's love. Oh, I mean, originally, originally on the timeline, she posted a picture and I asked her if she was seeking a long-term relationship. Out the gate? Yeah, for sure. So you, you can't, hold on, I'm sorry. So you literally were starting, and you're like, all right, she's bad. I see her, a bad picture of her. She looked good. And then you went straight to the DM like, hey, I just want to know, are you into a long-term no, no, relationship? No, no, no. I didn't DM her that. I put that on the timeline. He put that on the, the timeline. My nigga, you put that on the timeline? Yeah. For the world to see. I mean, it worked out in Hey, my you favor. married her. No, you married her. It worked. Okay. And took his, and shot his shot. Okay, let's go over to Lance. 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 Lance, go ahead, Pippa. Now, I wanted to give you some pushback. and Uh-oh. Let's do it. Because you said you're thirsty if, you, if you're doing what our grandparents or our parents did. But you just said right now, you was on the timeline talking about, do you want a serious relationship? If she thought you were ugly, she would have said you was thirsty. So I think it's more so if a woman is attracted to you, that's what puts you in what category? Because if I show up at your job with some flowers and you think I'm fine... You're going to have a smile on your face. I like that. But if I'm ugly and dusty and all that, you're going to be like, nah, get out of here. So I think it's just, it, it's subjective on what the woman feels about you. For sure. There's something to that, for sure. Because I feel like what one man does may be thirsty, but what another man does may be uh, flattering. And it definitely depends on the level of attraction. Now, what I did was, I was halfway joking what I said on the timeline. When you're on, when you're on social media, it's a, it's a halfway joke. No, 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 no. It's a halfway joke. You do, you do like, it is, it is to make somebody laugh. Like, if you can get her to laugh, then that's, that's a step in the right direction. 
but just popping up at her job, though, there's nothing funny about that. I'm with you. For sure. I'm with you. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, but no, you definitely have a point about it's a level of attraction. If she's attracted to you, you get a little bit, a little bit more leeway. The rules change a little bit depending on level of attraction. Definitely. That's a good point. The rules complain. They, they change completely depending on the level of attraction. Like, we were just talking about it right over here. Um, I mean, even what he was just saying, like, if, if you popped up at a girl job, I mean, not necessarily if it was just out the blue, but if you popped up at a girl job, like, if she's attracted to you, if there's a, a mutual attraction there, like, that's going to be f- completely more acceptable as opposed to if she's not fucking with you. Because if you're not, like he said, nigga, you're going to jail. It's out. You feel me? So, you know what I mean? That's a whole different conversation. But when she's attracted to you, like, it could be the exact same action. It's like the placebo effect. Like, the exact same action from a man that she's attracted to as opposed to a man that she's not, is like night and day. It's creepiness and, uh, you feel me? You with it, like, so. I agree, but as a, coming from a woman, and maybe all the women in the room can agree with me, that for us, attraction, it's highly dependent on personality. You could be the finest dude, and like, then you do something like that, so thirsty, and you're like, oh, get away. Like, my favorite kind of courting is somebody being mean as hell to me. I'm like, oh, I like you. At least you're honest. I like that. At least she's honest. You gotta love the toxicity. That's dark, but that's honest. Yeah. Tilo. I think... Diplomacy. But I'm gonna say... Context. That men courting women is a man-created thing. And so if you're trying to impress a woman, you're trying to get her to like you, it's the patriarchy who has, like, actually set that up. So when we get to a place of, like, oh, if you're attracted or not, or, like, in the context of our grandparents, like, my, my grandma didn't kiss my granddad until they got married. That's different. It's a different time. You try to procreate versus now we have more freedom. We have more rights. We can do what we want. So we can choose to not be in the house and to choose not to be having kids or we can have kids and also work. It's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on that's different. But like the courting comes from like just a place of like respect. Am I being honest with you? Am I being real with myself? Am I being real with you? I feel like it's just like a a chemistry for me. All right, I'm going to play the devil's advocate real quick. Thank you for that answer. Okay, so going back to your grandparents not getting a kiss until like marriage. And tying that back to courting today, do you feel like people speed through courting and get straight to intimacy? Okay, feel free to comment. Let's go ahead. Open it up. Um, I think courting has changed today because of just the way how culture and society has changed. So, like, back in the day, you know, when a man met a woman, you know, kiss her on the hand, nobody would even dream of doing that today. Hey, yeah. You know, some of you, may, some of you may beg to differ, but, like, these things have changed. You know, bills are split on dates. Going, going Dutch is more of a thing. It's like when men and women would meet up, you know, we'll, today we'll meet up separately to go on a date. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, things have changed over the years. So it's just, like, humans evolve, you know? Okay, I'm going to play the devil's advocate again. You said... Real quick, to go back to your question, and I hear a lot of people saying this. I even caught myself saying this. We say a lot, like, back in the day, and we allude to, like, our parents and our grandparents. Right. Do we really know what happened between... Because we weren't A there. lot of that stuff is, like, swept under the rug. 
a lot of grandparents, the, a lot of your grandparents and parents, and I'm including my family in that as well, there's a lot of stuff that has not been spoken on. True? Okay, all right. Yes. So we have Erica from Texas. Hey, shout out Texas. Hey, y'all. Um, what I think the problem is, is that a lot of women don't own their power. I feel like a lot of women has just given their power away. So it makes it easier for men to be like, well, if I want to do this, I feel like men have set the tone with dating now. I have so many single friends who feel like, well, I'm just waiting on him and I'm just waiting to do whatever it is he wants to do. And I'm like, girl, take your power back. Back in the day when you said grandmas used to get courted, that's because they knew their power and they walked in that. And now women are just like, well, I'll settle for whatever just to get attention or go on a date or anything like that. So I just think women need to walk in their power again, period. That's a good one. <laughs> I need to get me a girl from Texas. Shout out you know Texas. What? We love Texas. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before MJ, before we get to you, we have Reem. Reem, you want to comment real quick? Go ahead. Well, it's just so many like layers to this conversation. Can I feel like you should ask me maybe a question based off of all the different perspectives or something like it's just it's just too much going on in this conversation. And hold on, beside that, like I agree with what everybody said. What? My question is, since you're the o- <laughs> My question is since you're like truly single and looking, how would you court a woman today in close to 2020? How's it done, Reem? So like, what would be the, what would be like the whole entire I'm going like, to paint a picture for you. Ready? I meet her in person. I like that. It's a what? No, she said I meet her in person. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> so this is after I meet her in person the interaction alright I'm gonna I'm hit her up a couple of times like see you know just to have a casual conversation I'm definitely gonna call her or FaceTime her to have that you know like past us talking in person and past text like let's talk and then I would set something up and I would probably go somewhere like that I fuck with like to get sushi if she don't like sushi then I'm probably just gonna dismiss the whole situation <laughs> Hey, yo, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm gonna keep it all the way a honey, like I'm be like, you all know, right, for sure. <laughs> you know that's what? It. Actually, I'm gonna comment on that. I'm gonna comment on that, and I, I actually like that you said that. And I know a lot of people were laughing right now, like, okay, she doesn't like sushi, she's canceled. Um, I feel like a lot of men cancel women for the things that they don't like, but on the wait, hold on. But the other way around, I feel like sometimes women don't cancel men enough for the shit that they don't like about men. Is that a fact or am I? No, that's not a fact. No, that's not, not a fact. Not enough. And I would like MJ over here. I'm nope. just, again, I'm just playing that's the devil's advocate. I can't, I can't finish my courting? Finish your courting. Finish Damn. your courting. Damn. It's just like the podcast. It's just like the podcast. <laughs> All right. Let's say she likes sushi. All right. All right. We're going out. It's not, though. But if she says, I don't want to go get sushi, it's like, come on, man. Damn. <laughs> All right, we can go get something else. I ain't going to lie. If I really liked you, I ain't going to lie. We would switch it up. But we're going we're gonna to go to eat, and then we're going to go to a swagged out uh, lounge where we could, like, talk somewhere where the music isn't that loud. 
to where I can see, like, you know, like, if I'm really fucking with you and, like, your vibe. You know, being in a house or, like, watching a movie, it's, it's just, it doesn't really tell the story of a person. I feel like you got to go out and you got to, like, enjoy each other out with people. You could, like, see if she's, like, looking at other dudes. The girl going to see, like, is she looking at other girls? She's looking at girls' asses, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's just going to be, like, <laughs> can, can I, everybody's going to be on high alert. It's a on. good situation, though. What, well, when you're saying, basically, like, you don't like the whole going in the house, watching stuff in the crib, like, you want to go out. Yeah. I personally think, me, <laughs> that in the house is where you see the real situation. Because everyone can put on a great front. Like, they look great. I've never seen a busted-looking female that's out. Like, especially you talk. Yeah. You're talking, you're like, hey, meet me up here. Every, even if they have shit in their car, they'll whip up something really quick, like, in the whip. Yeah. Like, so, but at the crib, like, especially someone you're talking to, they coming in the hoodie, you know, the... So you really see really them. So I you're just, telling I, me that women who go to the, you know, do the Netflix and chill, you don't think that they even get semi-ready to go to that? You think I mean, that but even this, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying, I'm saying not even so much. You guys are, see, I knew, hold up, hold up. I'm hold saying, down. I'm not necessarily saying I might put like, on some mascara, you know, I'm nah, going to brush my hair. You I'm, a, you know. I'm not, that was one layer. I'm talking about literally internally, she's going to be way more relaxed. And I'm going to see way more of her in my home if she's comfortable. I'm going to see the real of her as opposed to like at a lounge. She's just going to tell me everything I want to hear just so we can kick it again because she wants to see more spots or she likes kicking. I feel you a little bit. But if she's at the crib, <laughs> look, if she's at the crib, we chilling. Big C, uh, look, let question. me tell you something. <laughs> can, I, can I ask a quick question? Wait, 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 wait. Pause, ahead, pause, ahead, pause, pause, pause. Again, audience. Bring Can it I down, ask bring a quick it down, question bring it down. of all the single people, especially the women, yeah. um, with all the women's empowerment uh, movement going on and um, courting is a, is a man-made construct and women need to take back their power. Uh, who pays on a date? <laughs> Are y'all cool with paying on a date? question. Are y'all cool with pursuing a man and taking him out on a date and paying for the answer date? Answer this question. Are there any women out there who's cool with pursuing the man? Okay, pause, pause, pause. Are y'all cool with pursuing the man and, and paying paying on the date and courting okay, him? Okay, we have, we have a couple questions. And, and defying the patriarchy? Okay. Um, to answer your question, uh, my husband pays for every date, and he paid for every date. Um, but for me, I'm not super... Um, let, me, let me choose my words wisely. I'm not super uh, equal rights women, blah, 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 because I believe God made me for a reason and God made my husband for a reason. We're not equal on the same level. We're different, right? We're very Men different. Men and women play different which roles. Which means his money is different than mine and he paying for the bill. So in my marriage, I was the breadwinner always, right? Uh -huh. And that was a very, that's almost what destroyed our relationship, right? It's this imbalance of power where... The woman's bringing home all the money and then the man's at home. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, what are you doing? Like, it's a completely imbalanced thing. And I agree with you. Yeah. There's a reason women are women and men are men. Absolutely. And we can take this, like, definition of patriarchy and matriarchy too far, I think. I, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Hello. My name is Ryan. He didn't introduce me, but that's okay. My name is Ryan. I'm also from Paris, California. Woohoo. Um, but one, so just to comment first on what you just said. 
So I guess that also depends. We are in a predominantly black room, so we need to recognize the fact that a lot of black people look at dating as binary, gender, male, female. So that also has a whole other layer of why、mm-hmm. we look at, you know, dating as the man should do something or the feminine shouldn't do something or whatever that is. But I think it also depends on who you are dating. I mean, you say there's like a woman's empowerment movement, but it's more than that. Like even if you pay on a date, if you ask me out. You're courting me. If I ask you out, I'm courting you. Like that's fair. But if you're in my DMs, if you asking me on the timeline if I want a long distance or a long term relationship, that's it goes both ways. Exactly, it can go both ways.、Okay. So it needs to be like a agreement before you just think that just because you're the man and you paid that you have some type of power. No, I totally understand that. And we're going to take my wait, question, hold on. My question and- was. I like last, it, I like last comment from yeah, you. Yeah. We're gonna switch to another topic. All right, that's cool. Now we could go to somebody else in the crowd. That's cool. With dating, this is the thing that I believe in. If you're equally yoked, you're equally yoked with your values, your beliefs, and everything. And like she said, her husband was willing to court her and pay for everything. And honestly, I'm a believer. So Adam and Eve, from back in the day, the way that God designed us, the man had the power, the authority, the everything, and provided for the woman. So that's just how I see. Thank you. Can Thank I can you. I say something, Sarah? Can I say something? Yes, go ahead, Lance. Last comment.、Uh, I think it's important that women don't give away their power, like we've been saying. And when you are taking a man out and you paying for all the dates and things like that, we start to feel like we the prize.、Mm-hmm. And and you know that sounds、mm-hmm. that sounds cool that sounds cool when, when we at a conference, but I don't want my woman.、Uh, Treating me like she's pursuing me and chasing me, because I—it's—I don't know about y'all. I want to—I want to chase her. I felt so, I like, felt impressed on our first date when Lance, she was you like, "Believing the choose up." No, I'm sorry. I'm definitely believing the choose up. You don't believe in your female choosing up on you like she chose. Like, oh, no, I need let him. Me, no, let me answer. Let、happening. me respond to that though. He meant, he meant after let that. Me, let me respond to that. See, and and hit this girl on social media. Me and my girl, even though we went to middle school together, we connected on social media, right? And she was booming on on the social. She had like 30k followers on Instagram, selling tummy tea and all that. And I'm like, oh, she kind of cute. Like, what's good? And she 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 commented on my picture, like, oh, your girlfriend is lucky. And I was like, girl, I don't even got no girlfriends. <laughs> but that was her choosing up, though. I, I said, I said, okay. I said, but but from then on, it was me that was on the chase. But some of us, or I should say, some women. This is my opinion. Y'all can give me some pushback. Y'all stay on the pursuit. So it's something to say on the first date. Okay, you took me to sushi and you paid cool. But if the second and third date, as a woman, you're still paying, I would question that dude. And if I'm your, if I'm your, your boy and you a guy, I'm gonna be like, bro, you don't really want her. If she paying for everything, she cashing out. You not, you don't really want her. You enjoying yourself. So you would say that your woman shows up. On okay, you. wait, 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 wait. Bring it down. Bring it. Hold on, Reem. Hold on, Reem. 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 <laughs> Hey, Reem, repeat yourself. Repeat Alpha show shows up on my. I'm asking Lance a question.、Mm-hmm. It's a very honest question. Would you say that your woman shows up on you originally? I'm gonna say she、uh, shot her shot, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like an obvious, like hundred percent shot. It was like. It was like the long range. Where I'm like, is that a shot?、Hey. Like, is it? Lance, Lance, <laughs> Lance. She opened the door. Yeah, and I went. I ran in. It was up to you to walk through that door, right? <laughs> She opened the door, bro. She opened the door. You didn't want her to open the door and walk through the door and、exactly. chase her down the block. Exactly. You wanted her to open up the door for you to step in, right? And for you to pursue her. And I'll say this, and MJ gonna be mad at me, but if you let if you let him if you doing all this for him three, four, six months in, you playing yourself. 
I got I got two things. I want to say something. Okay, last comment from Tilo. Last, last com comment. One, I shot my shot as well in the DMs, and he took it from there. He took it from there. But I also want to say, like, in the in, um, the comment that was, like, about being equally yoked, like, you can also have values in, like, dating someone who does see things differently from you, and you also agree on those. Like, you don't have to be man and woman. We play these roles, but, like, what role are we, like, what do I expect from you? What do you expect from me? And, and we can agree on, if we have the same values in that way, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. Thank you. All right, let's uh, change the topic. That was interesting. Okay. Um, no, it was, all, it was all good information. That was good. Let's go back to MJ, your comment earlier about cheating. Literally topic number two. New couples. New couples. You lost it. Either boyfriend, girlfriend, or married. How susceptible are new couples to cheating? Are you more susceptible in the first five years? That, that could be boyfriend, girlfriend, or marriage. Or do you think that if cheating does exist, does it happen later in the marriage? Now, again, emphasis on does it even exist? Like, does everybody cheat? It's possible it doesn't. Okay. Okay, so let's, yes, let's have... I'm just... Again, these are just questions. These aren't my beliefs. These are just questions. Don't beat me up. Okay, Lance, go ahead. I think um, at any point in a relationship, someone could cheat. It's not the first six months, six years, ten years down the road. I was a man before I met you. I was a man after I married you. So I still have to make a conscious decision to not go the extra mile and cheat and disrespect our relationship. So I don't think time has to do with anything because I could get tired of you at any point in a relationship. I could get in my feelings and my pride and whatever. At any, you could didn't work for the first 10 years and then you got a job and now you got a little work husband that you talking about all the time. So I go cheat on you. And it was like everything was good until I started feeling some type of way. So I don't think it's the time as much as it's the circumstance that pushes people to cheat. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of that. I actually saw an interesting comment on social media and... It was referencing people who cheat and how women can do X, Y, Z and still get cheated on. I don't really think it's a reflection of the person getting cheated on. It's a reflection of the partner and how they, how they handle this, the relationship. I feel like a man is going to cheat if that's like in his blood is like what I'm saying. If he is... I don't know about that, Sarah. What? Cheating just ain't in your blood. Hold on, slow down now. Well, I mean, <laughs> so, it's not. It's not just in your blood. Very like, you ain't, you're not a <laughs> very good correction. Okay, no, no. no. I, what I meant what by that, that is like, okay, you're not born a cheater, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if that's what you want to do as a human, you're gonna do it. I feel like cheating really comes down to who that person is, like as so, a person. Can I respond to that before sure. I pass it to Camille? Sure. I think people give themselves too much credit. Because it's like, you met your friend, and y'all was in college, and they cheated, and you're like, oh, you a cheater. And it's okay, you didn't cheat, but you, didn't, you wasn't cute in college. We can all agree that people change. We can all agree that people change. When I met Sarah, when I, when I met Big C, I was 20 years old, getting high in Ream Garage. And I fell and hit the refrigerator, because I was high, you know, they were smoking some real, real weed, right? And 10 years later, I'm a pastor. So my whole life has changed. 
So we can all agree that people change. I don't smoke. Y'all all in here drinking mimosas. I ain't have no mimosa. And I'm not hating on y'all. Mimosa, amen. Right, what y'all think? <laughs> but what I'm saying is people can change. So there are people who were never cheaters and their circumstance changed and they found themselves cheating. Totally. And there were people who have cheated and their relationship dissolved and ended and they got married to somebody else and they treat them 100% right. I've been cheated on and I'll full disclosure, I, I'm not afraid of my past. I cheated on some girls in my lifetime. But I have never cheated on my wife. And I'm going to do my best to never do that. Okay. And it's okay. not in my blood. It's not in my okay. blood. Okay, let me, let me, okay, let me combat that. Let me, I got to reword what I said. Please do. Um, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> hey, just because I'm hosting don't mean I'm like, you know, I, can, I say some wild ass shit, whatever. So what I meant, what I was trying to articulate is that Sometimes, and let's just use like the man and woman example where a woman feels like she got cheated on because of something that she did. So she's not cooking dinner enough or she don't know how to cook or she don't know how to clean or she's not doing this or she's not doing that. And that's the reason why I'm getting cheated on. What I meant is that those things don't really matter. It's really the other partner and how, oh, that's the timer. It depends on how that person is going to go about that. If he wants to cheat or if she wants to cheat, they're going to do that. It has nothing to do with what the person, other person is or isn't doing. I agree with that. And I think okay. that, you, that's what I meant. You can't buy loyalty. You can't control anybody else. It, loyalty is internal. And that's 100%. Like it, you, how you feel about your wife, that's internal. Like you're not going to cheat on her because you don't want to. It has nothing to do with what she does. It has everything to do with how you feel, you know? Because I was married for whatever, like 10 years. I never cheated on him, never wanted to. But when I was ready to, when I was ready to say goodbye, I was like, hey, I got to go, you know? Then when I was in other relationships and I was cheating on them, I was like, hey, I'm cheating on you. And they're like, all right, but honesty is key. You need to practice that. Yep. I don't. Okay, okay. I, that's why I said I need to talk to you later. But yeah. We have. Jackie? Oh, Jackie, you ain't gonna talk? Jackie been talking the whole conference. Okay. okay. All of a sudden, they pass her the mic. She ain't never had a mic. Pass it around. Steve let's, 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 let's run back the topic. What is the topic again? Okay, so let me... I don't, I don't, no, no, I don't want to get off topic. It's okay. I don't know. I'll refresh okay. you. Let hey, me refresh Hey, hey, hold on. I'm gonna, let me we'll refresh, refresh Let me refresh oh, we, 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 we'll, we will refresh the topic, the questions. Okay, so new couples... And actually, really, you don't have to be a couple to comment on this, but... True. How susceptible are you to cheating? Okay. Or that couple? How okay. susceptible is that couple to cheating? Does it... And I kind of put a timeline on it. Does it happen in... In five years or more. Or is it, there's not a timeline. It's just that person's, like, motive. Is that, me, that's what they're going to do. Let me tell you this. If you're going to cheat... Once again, I run it back to what I said earlier. It's a choice. It's a choice. It doesn't matter how attractive or ugly that person is. If I decide, yo, I'm going to cheat, that's what I'm going to do. It doesn't matter how solid you are to somebody. I can be the most loyal person to said woman. But as soon as she decides that as long, it doesn't matter how loyal I am, she wants to go do what she wants to do. She's going to make the conscious decision to go do that. That's just like, that's what I I do. That's like, what I meant. Just that's like what a man, I meant earlier. Just like a man. Just no. Let me keep it. Let me hey, yo, let me keep it all the way funky with you. Let me keep okay. it all the way funky. With my baby right. mom. My baby mom do anything and everything for me. My baby and I keep it all the way funky. Shout out Alicia. I love you. Let me tell you this. 
My baby mama do anything for me. But let me tell you this. I don't want to be with her because I know that we don't mix. So she can, right now, the car that's, that I drive, she bought that shit. She bought that shit. She bought it. But guess what? I paid a bill. And guess what? We're not together. She understands that. I understand that. I have to ask you a question. Go ahead. I'm open. I'm an open book. So you, MJ, as a man, why do you allow her to do that stuff for you? Because the, the, at the end of the day, it's a conscious decision on what you're going to do. It doesn't matter if I say don't do it. Because I, I've told her several times, yo, don't do it. I can go buy my own car. Don't even trip. I told her just like right now. She just hit me with, a, oh, yo, you got 90 days to get a new car. Nah, it's good. She'll tell me right now. She'll uh-huh. tell me. I tell her right now, yo, you don't got to pay for that shit. You don't got to put your name on the line. Oh, it's okay. I'm like, nah, it's cool. She told me right now I got a 90. She said right now I got 90 days to get a new car. I told her I'll get a new car tomorrow. You know what she said? No, don't trip. Just, 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 just make sure you good. Do you, do you think... Hold on, we'll, we'll get back to these questions. Do you think, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Bring hold it down, on, bring on. it down. We being down. real here. It's, this is an open conversation. Do you feel like that creates unnecessary drama in your life? Where? There's no drama. Okay, Where? but hold on. Oh, let me, let me put it in context I, for you, Pittman. I got you. You literally are saying it's her conscious decision to make these moves. So you can't go against what she's doing because she's consciously doing No, I go against it all the time, but it's but what she, she decides. she wants to do it, exactly. right? Hold on, hold on. So who am I to tell her not then, to? And then that's where it is. That's where it is. In, in a discussion. I just have to say one thing about you, MJ. You're good in bed. The end. Agreed. Because that's the one reason I'm why really she does all this shit. Right. But I tell you, I, I tell you. Okay. Nigga. Hey. So, real quick. Okay. Real quick, guys. Real quick. So let, let's, hold on, Shadi, before you start. So the original question was, if I remember correctly, are you susceptible to cheating after you first get into a relationship or later on? And so this is my question. Are you a whole person when you're getting into this relationship? Do you love yourself? Because that's the first step before all this stuff with MJ. She doesn't love herself. I'm just going to say that because I've been there. I've paid for shit. I was in a 13-year relationship where I supported him in the very beginning. I made stupid decisions. Later on in life, I got it together and figured it out. I didn't love myself enough to say, no, I'm not going to buy you a freaking car. No, I'm not going to go put my... No, no. Go do it yourself. Because I loved myself enough to know my worth. And that's taking your power back. That's step one of even getting into a relationship. Boyfriend and girlfriend, we're not even talking about being married. If you're going to get into a relationship... You need to love yourself first and you need to focus on making yourself happy because that's what she's trying to do is trying to make someone else happy. That's where it starts. So, I just wanted to bring up another angle that nobody's touched on this. I mean, when I think about the question in question, um, I think that, in my opinion, I would say people are probably more susceptible to cheating in the first five years when the relationship is still new. After the five years, I think there's a trend of couples going towards open relationships. And if you look at it right now, open relationships, um, about 5% of relationships are open relationships from what they know. That's one out of 20. That means if everybody in here grabbed the partner and was in a relationship, one out of 20 would be in an open relationship. That's kind of significant. 
And personally, I think that that number is going to keep going up. I think, I think that it's a trend that people are going to start following and more people will be open to open relationships. After, and personally, I think that might come after the five-year mark. Why do you think that is? Why do I think what is? That people choose to start doing the open relationship bit maybe after X amount of years. Because I don't think humans were meant to be monogamous. I think that as mammals... I think that monogamy is primarily a social construct. I think it is the foundation of society. Don't get me wrong, it's important to society and um, monogamy creates the family structure which then allows civilization to, to, to be formed and flourish. But, I mean, we're just mammals. And it's a, because you get married because it solidifies the family foundation and that's the basis of civilization. That's the basis of society. But it's still a construct. It, yeah, there's always outliers for sure. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the vast majority. So I think I think that we weren't like meant to be monogamous. I don't think humans are meant to be monogamous creatures. So I think that people's minds still wander, their eyes wander, and an open relationship is a way for people to be able to have their cake and eat it too if they're on the same page. I don't know how open relationships work. I don't know. I mean, obviously the man and the woman or both partners, excuse me, man, man, women, man and men, women and women, what have you, whatever type of relationship you're in. Both partners need to be on the same page and there need to be rules and boundaries in place. But I definitely see that that trend is going up. I, yes. I want to add on to that because I think that that's the problem with cheating is that you're not being honest about your, what you want. Right. So if you are in an open relationship and you're honest, like I do want to have more than one partner, then, yeah, then we can go from there. Or I don't want that. And you have to let people have that choice. So I think that that's I think that's fair. I think that maybe some people choose to be monogamous or maybe they're nationally monogamous. But like you do make that decision. If you don't want to cheat, you're not going to cheat. If I don't want to go if I don't want to get up at 7 a.m., I ain't going to get up. You know, same thing. Like I make that choice. I make that decision. So, so people need to be more honest, and I think all genders yes. need to be more honest about what they want and what they don't want. And I want to go back to Camille's point because about like loving yourself. Like I did so much for a, a, a certain man, thinking that that was going to help him love me, but it would it was never going to happen. And that is where taking your power back comes from. Like you have you can't try to be someone else. You just have to be yourself and and be happy with yourself and then if someone comes and like that's it that's cool and be honest yep you're tuned into Argon Radio brought to you by UTB Worldwide it's just a lifestyle don't trip what was the last topic I'm sorry okay we're gonna we're gonna reiterate it here okay so thank you we talked about new couples and how susceptible they are to cheating Yes. Okay. And we talked about timeline or we talked about the type of person you are that is susceptible to cheating. All right. And when you first asked that question, you said like three months, six months. Yeah. So we were we were saying, like, are you more susceptible maybe in the first five years where it's brand spanking new? Or do you think it happens later in the relationship and kind of touched on like I open f- relationships? I feel like it's crazy that no one said that it happens most definitely in the beginning part of a relationship because like. Most people are like, don't even know where they stand with like their past or, 
you know, the people that they fuck with, they don't even know where they are in their mind. They're just like, you know, most people go back to their ex for the most part. They might be on the low with it. It is what it is. And that's why most people are like a little hesitant. That's why most people are, you know, they, they just don't know what they're dealing with when they even get into a relationship. So I feel like personally, it happens more early. It's just like, it's like three, it's like the... <laughs> It's like the, I don't <laughs> Shout the champagne. <laughs> Shout the mimosas. It's like when you get, you get caught in a crossfire, you know, it don't got nothing to do with you. It's just someone and what they're, what they're dealing with subconsciously, maybe. I hate that. What? Yeah, I hate that. It, it just, it's whatever. It just it's happens, it though. Is. And you can't even bl- really because, blame the person. Because a person that's not mentally strong, that could be so detrimental to them. Yeah. Of someone else's just fuck up. And you can't like equate that. That's why love is so like, you know. I feel it's you. It's like a weird situation because there's so much going on. You I, just, I just feel like personally, it more happens in the beginning. If, like everybody else said, for the most part, if a person's going to cheat, they're going to cheat. But it's probably going to happen like in the first five months to me. So let me ask you something. So going back to cheating, maybe happening later on in the marriage. Do you feel like if that does happen, if cheating does happen later in the marriage, do you feel like people do that because of risk of divorce, money, alimony, or like anything tied to that kind of stuff where it's like, I'd rather just cheat than go through a whole divorce? Damn. That's a good question. That's why I'm the motherfucking host. It's okay to pass the mic. It's okay. That's a lot. That's deep. I I mean, when you're in there, just so you're talking about when when someone when two people are in there deep together, years they got a lot of shit going. Let's just put a number on it. Let's say twenty years. They're in there twenty years, and someone cheats. I'm I'm just saying. Let's just put a number out there. Let's say twenty years deep, and. The marriage is just not working out. They're just now they're just living under the same roof at this point. And both people know it. Both people know it. They just they just don't want to admit to get the divorce. That's just a fucked up situation to be in, man. Yeah. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know how to answer that. I just I'm I'm planning on not being in one of those situations. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Kale. Uh we got a mic. Oh. Uh, oh. I had a question. Oh yes, Sean, for go MJ. ahead. Oh yes. Um I respect your, like, you know, you being an open book, but I want to ask, do you ever feel guilty? Okay, so let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. When you tell somebody the upfront truth, do you expect them, do you feel guilty when you do that? That's a question I would ask you. If you tell your homegirl the truth, would you be upset with telling her the truth? If I'm telling the whole truth? Whole truth, nothing but the truth to tell, but help you God. And I, and I love her, love him, whoever. Facts. I still might feel a little guilty, I but, that, but I'm a woman. That's true, so. but let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You don't feel no guilt when you tell somebody the 100%, uh, the 100% truth and they choose to still continue to fuck with you. Because guess what? I don't never take, let me tell you this, I'll never take the choice away from a woman because guess what? That's their God-given right for a choice. But what, what I will do is tell you the truth and guess what? You have the choice to decide if you're going to believe me or not. And that's your choice. Guess what? You do or you don't. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Okay, so we got that question answered. Uh, Lance. Lance had something to say. 
I just, um, I wanted to say, Sarah, I hope, I hope y'all are listening to what he's saying. Be, no, I mean the ladies, because I think a lot of people end up in these type of relationships. And he's telling you what it is right now. Like, and there's a difference between honesty and transparency. And I'm a pastor, right? So y'all work with me. No, hold on. Don't get too excited. Uh, <laughs> because honesty, honesty is if you ask me something, I'll tell you, right? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest. But that doesn't mean I'm being transparent about my motives, about why I'm with you, about why I'm messing with you. So you may do something. This, this young lady asked the question. You may do something. I love you. I'm going to give you something. But he's never being transparent that I'm going to just keep milking you for all you have. I'm going to leech everything I could get from you. And I'm, have... not saying, I'm not saying that's... Wait, shh. And he may, he may argue that's not what he's doing. And I don't want to make this about you. But there are men who will take a woman for all that she has because she wants to give. And this goes back to the conversation that we had prior where women begin to chase the man. And he's like, well, I'm going to take everything you're willing to give. If you're going to keep giving, I'm going to keep taking. And I told you. I told you what it was. I told you I got a baby mama. I told you I steal this, that, and the third. But you're going to keep giving. So you got to be mindful. I, I hope. And my only point is... I hope y'all are paying attention to what this man is saying, because maybe he's not doing that. Maybe he's not the bad guy. But it's somebody in your life that you want to be mindful of <laughs> so you don't end up in a situation where you bought a nigga a car. And uh, <laughs> just without getting too specific about yes. MJ's situation, because MJ's situation is clearly MJ's situation. <laughs> but just in general, I feel like there may be a feeling of guilt. Whether you tell that person or not, I don't want to receive these gifts. I don't want to receive these things from you. And you insist on giving them to me anyways. I'm still going to feel guilty because I didn't want those things. You want to buy me these things. You want to gift me these things. I don't want them. I'm telling you I don't want them. And you still want to give them to me. I still take those things with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me. I don't know how anybody else feels. You know. I don't know how. Let me, let me, hold on. I'm just okay. saying, if I tell you I don't want Why you to do something for me. Why is the line of communication even open with somebody that you don't want anything from? I'm talking about material gifts. No, no, no. I'm talking about material gifts. I'm not talking about emotional connections. Or I just I'm not feel talking like, about oh, no, please. I'm talking about emotional connections. I don't want this stuff, but. Okay, give it to me. Like, why is it? If my wife, if if my wife tells me, my wife, if my wife tells me she wants to get me something and I feel like it's too expensive or I feel like oh, wait, no, no, that's that's a different situation. That's a different situation. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta put this in context of like a, a let me, single. Let me let me bring it back. Hold on, hold on, man, hold on. If hold a girl is trying to back. get you some, you are in uh, this relationship, this marriage with this woman that you choose to be. You guys both choose to be there, okay? The situation with MJ and the baby mama is not the same. I'm saying my wife. <laughs> I'm saying my wife because that's the only frame of res- reference that I have right now. I'm just saying it could be anybody. It could be somebody that I'm dealing with. If if she says she wants to get me something, I say no, thank you. Please don't do that. I can do it for myself. And she insists on doing it for me, and she gets it for me. A, quote unquote against my will you guys know what I mean against my will I'm telling her don't do it I can do it myself and she does it anyways 
I'm going to feel guilty about receiving that gift because I told you I don't want it. Even though I, I understand where you're coming from, you want to do something nice for me, you want to prove something to me, I'm still going to feel guilty about receiving it because I didn't want it to begin with. Okay. And that's just me. Okay. Damn. Okay. So I'm going to change the pace in here because we're a little angry in here. Okay. We, we got a light in the mood. So let's talk about sex. I have, I, have, I have two questions. I'm going to ask my panelists first. I want you guys to answer that stuff. And then we're going to end the conference with like a last question, you know, to kind of bring it in. Okay, so we have, we have about like 35 minutes to talk about this stuff, just to kind of give you guys some timelines. Um, let's start with the first topic. I actually, it's not even on this paper, okay? I literally just thought about it just now because I was like, we need to change this. That's how I roll. Okay. Does... Sex matter in a relationship when you are first getting to know somebody. Let's say, I mean, let's say you get past the. Hold on, hold on. Bring it back, bring it back. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. We've we've passed the the dating, the court. Well, I mean, we're still dating. We passed the courting, the getting to know each other. Okay, let's let's just lay it out that way. Now you guys are getting into the intimacy. Does that make or break the relationship? How important is sex with your significant other? Okay. Let's, let's start with our panelists first. Go All right. Ahead, Becky. I'm going to answer this, and I'm going to try to answer it really uh, Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Hey, yo, side conversations, please, please. You guys, you. you guys, stop talking. Stop talking. I think for um, men and women, sex is totally different. And if anyone wants to argue that, I'll be at the after party. Um, but for women, um, it's a whole like combination of experiences. Like it's emotional. It's like the guy has to know your body. Like we're not all the same women and it's harder for us to, you know, get there. So um, a man has to like really buy into that and really try to please you. And so I think when, when we're um, trying to pursue sex, it's really interesting because we can give our, ourselves up to somebody and then they cannot please us. And then that's kind of like, a lost cause, right? Okay. Sorry, dudes. Okay. But it is like I respect that. I respect that. Like ahead, so I I've changed my thought process to this and I'm like, all right, like I look at a dude and I'm like, I'm vibing with you, but like I look at you and I'm like, I can't believe I'm gonna say this on camera, but like you don't know how to fuck. Like I already know that. Like <laughs> you're not good. <laughs> so <laughs> that deserved a lot of shots but hey hey you guys hey, uh, side, hey, yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah. side conversations hey, hey I'm gonna start calling y'all out if I see your mouth moving I'm gonna say your name I can see you guys thank you so for women it becomes almost not worth it to like pursue that piece of the relationship. For men I think it's completely different. I think it's like a pussy's a pussy and you guys are good. Like No. Okay, someone okay. argue me that. All right, then. hold on. Hold on, <laughs> Becky. Hold on. Hold that thought. Okay, so who on the panel first? I would disagree with that. Okay, go ahead, Reem. I respect and Rashad, that. We're come to you. I respect that insight cuz a lot of dudes are like that. But I mean like a pussy is a pussy. Like a lot of dudes do feel like that. 
Yes, a lot of dudes are scumbags. So, Reem, let me ask you something. Yes. Going back to your situation of you talking about courting somebody, getting to know the lady. Yeah. Going to sushi, aesthetically looking pleasing together. Everything is, like, going in the right direction. You haven't had sex with this woman yet, okay? No. Let's say you really, really like this lady. You guys initiate the sex. The sex is not what you would like it to be. What happens for you, Reem? What? The sex isn't what I. The, don't the sex like it is to not be. there. It sucks. It's trash. You don't know. She doesn't. I don't know. What, what did Becky say? Okay. You know what she said. But like. She said that he can't fuck. Or I'm no, but like for Reem. But like. <laughs> you want me to, to be exact? I didn't, wanna, I didn't want to say it for the woman. Like she can't fuck. That was. Okay, but. But Reem, Reem, she's not up to your standards sexually what happens to that situation with that woman if she's if if she can't what she said if she said it's trash like i'm cool but i feel like like that's something that we could work on you know so okay everything else is like what's important to me as far as a relationship like talking like the moments like when y'all just not talking for a long time y'all just watching a movie and ain't nobody saying shit when y'all going out when y'all are, you know, just enjoying each other's time, that's the shit that's important to me as far as a relationship. So Sex you, is important, but it's, it's is it teachable? Is that what you're saying? Yes, like you have it to is. learn each other for, okay. for both for on both sides. You right. know, when right. I was when I was 22, 23, I definitely thought different. I ain't gonna lie, I was I was I was a little different, <laughs> but. <laughs> But now it's like everything else is what matters to me the most, you know. Mostly okay. communication. Okay. Communication, like how, I don't even want to say like getting into texting and all that shit, but just like how you communicate. Are you an effective communicator of your emotions? Like can you get your point across? You know, do you have a valid point? Mm-hmm. And we can just go from there, you know. Well, I think, okay. I think what you're saying, Reem, is that like important things are friendship but sex is super important too. It is. I would put it like if there were ten things though, I would put it at like five. No, it's number two. I'll put five. <laughs> like I'll okay. put it at five. Okay, sure. let's get a mic over Top to Rashad. Right, Rashad. Can we get a mic over there? Let's get a mic over to Rashad. We have Erica and I saw another hand back there. Okay, we'll, just, we're gonna get to you ladies back like there. Wow, Rashad is shit. Wait, he just back. became a panelist. But this happened. I think attraction is number one. Yes. Communication is probably number two. Yeah. And I think sex is right there at number That's what three. I'm saying. It's like top three, bro. The okay. sex has to be there. It's yeah. human nature. That's how we all got here. None right. of you exist without sex. Period. You sound like Kanye West. Everybody <laughs> in here. Everybody in here wants sex. Everybody in here okay. enjoys sex. Okay, so we have chemistry. The sexual chemistry has to be there. is 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 not the end all be all to every relationship. No, but it's definitely a, an extremely important factor in every relationship for a successful one. And it's coachable because it's different for each individual Absolutely. person. Every person enjoys something a little bit different, so it is coachable. You can learn. You can work with each other to learn how to please each other sexually, but it's extremely important. It's somewhere in the top three. 
In my opinion, it might be number three. Attraction is number one. Communication and then sexual compatibility is right there in the top three. Okay. We have Erica, and then we're going to come over here. But Erica's been holding her hand up for a while, so let's get to Erica first. So we have Erica. Erica from Montclair. Erica from the IE. Okay, so um, for me, I um, look at relationships in a different perspective. I've learned to identify and know what it is that I want as far as negotiables and non-negotiables, what I'm willing to deal with. Um, attraction is number one, but I have talked to some ugly guys before, and, you know, it wasn't that bad. So I realized, so I realized that, hold on, hold on. Repeat that the way talk, someone looks you isn't talked to some ugly Wait, wait, let her you finish her point. Ugly guys, but... But I've realized in my growth and maturing that physical attraction isn't just how someone looks. So um, as for me, someone who's not physically more appealing than another person isn't as important as a family man or someone who is loving to my son. That's something that I'm not willing to negotiate. So... I think that if we look at the situation and if really with maturity, not saying like, oh, she's got a fat ass or, oh, he's, his haircut's cute or his lineup is fresh. Like, it's something different that we have to really um, learn to meet the expectations of our own expectations. Um, sex is a big, big part. Every day, I know I go home to my man, and I want to feel loved, and I want to release endorphins, and I want to release some stress, and I want to bump and grind and do whatever I want with my man, who I love. So, yeah, you have to, but was it perfect in the beginning? No, it's something he has to learn what I like, and I, have to, I learned what he likes, and that's ultimately how you reach that goal. It's not going to pop off right away in the beginning. It's not like that if you just think that you're ready and equipped fully equipped for a relationship, we truly, majority of the time, are not. And neither is the other person. It's all of a learning experience. No one in this room have yet to say that it's all about self-love. If you don't, if you don't love yourself first... A lot of people loving themselves. It's uh, they, <laughs> uh, sex topic. Well, That's your well, first sexual encounter. They, they, they ain't saying to a point where they, they actually love themselves to know who they are. Who they, you know who what, I'm you gonna, are as a person is right. going to determine everything each one per, people are saying. I'm going to reword, I'm gonna reword your answer. <laughs> the reword. Okay, wait, bring it back, bring it back. He's saying the top priority is you being an individual first. So as far as like top five things in a relationship, I feel like it is important for you to be you and your significant other to be them and not trying to do stuff to please that person because I think that's what you're alluding to as far as self-love is you have to be an individual first. You need to be who you are outside of that relationship. No, I did say that. I, for the record, I was looking, I was I looking for the other that. two. I said that in order for you, you're, everyone's talking about getting into a relationship, you have to be a whole person. You have to love yourself first. So a lot of these issues that are coming about are from you not loving yourself. You're wondering why you're chasing someone. It's because you don't love yourself. You don't value yourself enough. But okay, side note, back on topic. <laughs> Hold on, I just want to be clear because I, I did say that and it, it, it really is important, and especially when you're talking about sex because I think that sex is important in a relationship, 
But something that no one has said is actually more important is intimacy. Because if you can be, if you, you did say, you did say that. Yes, you did. The intimacy part is, is what keeps the clock ticking in a marriage. You can have sex, but what if you can't have sex? What if your partner is sick and you're married? It's, it's for better or for worse. You have to fall back on the intimacy. You just have to. All right. We have, um, hold on real quick. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Even with intimacy, that does not fulfill your sexual needs as a human being. Well, what if your partner cannot physically do that? You tell me. No, I'm asking you a question. You if your me. wife is not having you sex tell for me. you. Hold you on, tell hold me. on. I have no I'm problem with that. The That's intimacy, where the intimacy can be there. In. Intimacy is great. Intimacy is paramount. But everybody has sexual needs. Okay, so now everybody let me ask you this. Everybody got a bust a nut. Am I lying so, or not? let me ask you everybody a question. Everybody want to come. Okay, so he's newly everybody married. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So, Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Intimacy is definitely paramount. But the sexual gratification also has to be there. So your yes wife no? Can no, cannot have sex during your pregnancy. Done. What do you do? I'm asking you as a man in a new... You're saying sexual gratification is a must? Where does your wife come in? I, I'm just asking. I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. I need, I need a repeat <laughs> no, of that question. No, I, I, for real, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's real. Your wife cannot have sex during your pregnancy. Medical reasons. That's not no, true. It's, 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 no, it's... No, no, no. It's hypothetical. It's, it's hypothetical. Hypothetically. I'm a, because this is real life. Hypothetically. This is real life. Like, what if your wife cannot have sex because it's putting your baby at risk? Hypothetically. And you are married, newly you. married. And you're you. saying sexual gratification is above intimacy? You better no, hold no. your damn wife while she's pregnant because... You no, could lose your child. No, 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 that's a straw man argument, ma'am. I did not it's, say it's sexual gratification life. was above intimacy. All right, I never all said right, that. That's right, a straw right. man argument. It wasn't I in your top three. I just said that it's up there. It wasn't I said in it's your also top three. important. I said it intimacy is paramount. Three. Did I it not say intimacy is paramount? What is not the definition in your top of paramount? Three. Okay, 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 okay. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Please look up the definition of paramount. You guys, too much conversation in the back. Please look up the definition of paramount because I said intimacy is paramount. That mean, paramount means the peak. It's the top. It's the apex. I didn't put anything above intimacy. Thank you. Okay. It says more important than anything else. Supreme. Okay. I rest my case. It was not in his top three. Okay. Okay. I have a question. Before, before we get over here, just one question. Big C, panelists, audience, let's just ask one question. And it's just a, a, a hand raise, okay? If sex... Not intimacy, sex, sexual intercourse is in your top three requirements of a relationship. Doesn't matter if you're single, girlfriend, boyfriend, married, raise your hand if it's in the top three. If sex is in your top three, not intimacy, sex, top three. If it's in your top three. That's where I was going to go with. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Let me reword. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. If having physical sex, okay, with your partner, we're not talking about chemistry, we're not talking about intimacy, we're talking about sex. Is that in your top three requirements of a relationship? Raise your hand. If it's not in your top three, if it's like number five, obviously don't raise your hand. Okay. All right. 
Now, if it's cool. not in your top three, it's like number four or five, maybe number 10, raise your hand. That's interesting. It's like half and half almost. I, it's, I'm like, be real. it's like seven. I'm going to just, I'm going to chime in. I think, I think sex, I think sex can't be in the top three <laughs> because everyone's not wired the same way. Okay. So like, say, I just, no, I just no, wanted to take out. a poll. I just wanted yeah, to take yeah, a poll. Yeah, like it can be because if you do that, like say if you really have an intercourse or whatever you want to say with a female, one of y'all really fall for it. It might really mess up the whole situation. So if you really wait and take the time to really court or whatever y'all want to call it, it could be something t- totally different. So it's really not that important. But the intimacy part is probably like way more important. Well, that's like to you. To I asked the to audience. Me, to me, that's my shit. I, that's, that's you. Just, I, asked, just, I just asked the audience. I was like, if, are you on this side or are you on that side? So it was real, like half and half. Just real quick, I'm going to pass this to Lance. But just to touch on what he's saying, like um, the act of sex is not nearly as important as the intimacy and the attraction that comes with the sexual partner that you're engaging with. Just to clarify my position on it. That's just me. The intimacy, the attraction that goes into the act of having sex is far more important than the feeling of busting a nut. I could bust a nut by myself. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. It's the intimacy and it's the attraction that's paramount. Okay, Lance, real quick. Let, wait, hold on, hold on real quick. I just want to take one question from the audience. because. Okay, so I guess the poll you you just took tied into the point that I was about to make is that you brought up a top 10 list of, of important things, important factors, whatever, right? The poll made it clear that everybody is not about to be the same. Like some people, and that ties into what they were saying about loving yourself and that come and understanding yourself because that comes with knowing what you need out of a partner. Right, so mine ain't gonna be the same as his or, or anybody. It could be, it could not be. Like I know where it stands, you know what I'm saying, on my top ten. But if we about to, we can't really sit here and just be like, should it be here? Should it not be there? No, because if if you a match with this partner, then to some extent, y'all top ten is gonna look a little similar. You feel me? And y'all gonna y'all gonna take off. Listen, y'all gonna y'all gonna take off on on whatever levels is needed at these different stages in your relationship. Well, let me let me say this because I gotta. Can I can I ask him real quick? Okay. Wait 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 wait. Hold on hold on hold on. Okay, because we we only have a little bit of time, so we we do gotta get just the last question in. But I'm gonna make a last comment about what you just said, and I feel like I did the poll for a reason because I wanted everybody to see where everybody's minds we're at as far as, okay, you might have a different perspective than me. I do believe that your top 10 or your top five, I feel like that changes through the years. I feel like your top three might, may not be what it is at my age at 32. When I become 52, that might not be important to me anymore. So those, all the things in your top 10 or whatever, those are like interchangeable through the years. And if you look at your own self, if you take yourself out of a relationship, who you were, a month ago, a year ago, five years ago is different than who you are today. So why would you not have that same mentality for you in a relationship? You change as a person throughout the years. 
you, I mean, you may have the same love for somebody, but like sometimes that stuff changes. Of course. People get sick, people lose their jobs. Absolutely. People lose kids. Your emotions change through the years. So like, I wouldn't blame someone for changing their thought or their perspective or vice versa. Mm -hmm. It may be hard to deal with though. Right. So. Because your, your, your view of point, like how, how you perceive to be like a relationship or how your self is or like going into in, into anything is going to change over the years, as you said, you know, but if the other person don't change along with you, like if y'all aren't, if y'all aren't on the same page no mm-hmm. more, it's like that person is in the dark. Like, you know, and sometimes they, that's and where divorce comes in. It's like the that's where That's where breakup there. comes. That's where, like, I feel like people's Remember idea of marriage is very peachy. Right. It's very peachy. I think people's idea of number marriage one. is that it's always a honeymoon phase. And I feel like it, it, there's, there's complications sometimes that happen through marriage. And it's about you as a person individually and your partner, how you guys work through those things. Grant, I'm going to just take your last, because I know Grant hasn't talked. And then we're going to wrap it up with our last question, okay? I think that marriage has a lot to do with if you come from a two-parent home. I think that uh, if you come from a two-parent home and you see a successful marriage and there's God in between the marriage, that you have a pretty strong model. I think that uh, the difference of what's happening now in today's society, society is that majority of us don't have that model. And um, so, like, for me, like, I grew up in a home, thank God. It's not my, I, where my dad... I know he didn't step out on my mom in the marriage. So my goal is why I'm married to be like my dad because I had a model to do it. So I know how serious it is once you're married to keep it like, okay, like you, you'd made the decision to get married. So while you're married, cause you made the decision with God, like that's what you decided to do. And it's, and it's serious at that point, you know, to where, you know, if that's, but I just have that model because I had that. A lot of dudes don't have that. A lot of dudes Real don't nigga. have, you know, and it's not that uh, they, they want to be bad people, but they just don't have a model. And like, it'd be that much harder for me to have a model of what a good marriage is. And it's to rebel against that when it's, I come from it. I come from that type of like, you know, surrounding so I want to perpetuate that. Am I a perfect human being? Am I anything like that? No, I'm, I don't even subscribe to any of that. But um, I do have a model, so I feel like I'm susceptible to live that route. But that's not the model that everybody gets. Like, I'm one of a few of my, of my group that I grew up in who had that. So, you know, it's not that I'm better or anything like that. It's just that I came from it. So, unfortunately, like, the world is built for you to be destructive or for you to not be in that type of thing. But I think it, in everybody is that it's just like, can, do you see it? Like you could only perpetuate what you see. You can't just like see nothing, but like some people don't have ever both their parents ever. So then like when it's time to get married, like you've been with this person, things are good. You're like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, like I, like literally I have these feelings about this person, but I don't have anybody to talk to right. about this. I don't, there's a lot that go, comes into it. So, you know, people have their ideologies, but it's all based on your circumstances. Right. I agree. That's why you yep. just have to like deal people on the circumstances. Let's go, Grant. Thank you. So, thank you, Grant. Let's go.
I'm going to end with this last question. This actually might give you guys an opportunity to say what you're going to say. Um, the last question that I want to ask you guys, all the people on the panel, is let's just paint a scenario here. Your best friend is getting married tomorrow. Okay, your best friend is getting married tomorrow. What would be your best piece of advice to keep their home a happy home? Let's start with Becky. All right. I think um, I was telling MJ this earlier. MJ, I'm getting your attention here. Just be honest with somebody. Like, you know, as much as like I have a failed marriage in my past, and I wouldn't call it failed because I love my ex-husband and we're best friends. But be honest with somebody about like what you're feeling and what you think. Like you have to live your own life, but you have to do it with respect for the other person in your life too. You know, so um, there's a balance between that because we only have one existence and that's our existence, but then we have to move forward and um, treat other people with respect. And that's what I've learned with my subsequent relationships is that that's important too. Like you gotta treat people with, with respect. You can't just like, you know, like do whatever the hell you wanna do and be like, okay, that's what I did and fuck you. Like there's no respect for anybody else. Like that's not good either. And that's not good for your soul and that's not good for the universe. So a balance between what you wanna do and then like good for other people. So be good to other people. If I was to give someone advice for marriage, um, like, like many people here, I'm somebody I have like high standards in a lot of areas of my life. And uh, sometimes I could be a perfectionist. And I, I, I would tell people marriage is the only place that you should lower your expectations. And the reason I say that is as somebody who's been married for three years, going on four years now, I know that I've disappointed my wife. And I think it's fair for me to say, and she's not offended when I say this, that there are areas where she's disappointed me. And we come in, uh, with what Grant says so eloquently, with uh, mama's mess and daddy's demons. And we saw something that we thought marriage was supposed to be, and we have something in our mind that my marriage will never be. But your spouse does not share those same experiences or those, that same reality. So you come in like, you know what, my house is always dirty, so my house is going to be clean. And your spouse is like, uh, this is clean, right? <laughs> and, and it's an issue in, in your marriage. So you, you have to have the mindset, I'm going to allow you to be human and I'm going to embrace your failures or what I deem as a failure so that we can work together and move forward and build a future together because we often look at things so one-sided and what we feel is right and what we think uh, things should go. And we have to understand it's two people coming together. And that's why it's so interesting. All of the conversations come to this. And, and it goes to what Reem said, which I loved. He said, we got to communicate because with sex, with all of these things. I know she said some folks are uncoachable, but it's like, hey, I'll, I'll deal with some struggles in sex over a 200 credit score. <laughs> right? Like, so some stuff is it's like we got number three. I'm like, what's, what's y'all top one than two in? And y'all got sex at three. Like, hold on now. You know, so, so it's just important that. And I hope you guys understand what I'm saying, that in a way we lower our expectations of people and give them grace to be people. That would be my advice. Speak, preach, brother, preach. Well, you know, as a married man, I got some advice for y'all. 
<laughs> um, my number one advice would be to go through your single phase. Date several people. Date as many people as you can. Get as many experiences as you can so that you know yourself, you know what you're looking for, and you know what type of people are out there. Because you will find that one person and you'll know everything else that you're not missing out on. That's number one. Go through your single phase. Number two, I don't know what you guys' religious beliefs are. That's up to you. In my personal opinion, you have to live with somebody. You have to cohabitate for an extended period of time because before you get married, you need to see every face of somebody's personality. You got to see how they are when they're happy. You got to see how they are when they're mad. You have to see how they communicate. You have to see how they are when they're sad. You have to see every side of somebody's personality before you decide that every side of your personality can coincide with every side of their personality. People are not one, two, three-dimensional. People are multi-dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has several different sides to them, and all of their sides have to mesh with all of your sides. So my advice, religious beliefs aside, I don't know what your religious beliefs are, but if, you, if your religious beliefs allow for it, I would highly recommend that you cohabitate with the person for an, expen- an extended period of time before you decide to get married. Um, another thing is that love is never enough. You can love somebody, but if you don't like them, it's not going to work. You can love somebody, but if you don't like being around them, a marriage is not going to work. You're talking about for the rest of your life. You have to enjoy being around this person. This person has to be your best friend. You got to be able to open up to this person. They have to be able to open up to you. You got to be able to laugh about the same shit. You got to be able to cry about the same shit. You have to enjoy this person's company. You have to genuinely like them. Love is never enough. You got to like them. You got to be able to communicate with them. You got to be able to compromise with this person. And really? compromise is another big um, is another big factor in marriage. Because if you want to be right all the time, join a debate team and be right all the time. You have to be able to compromise and pick your battles. You got to know when it's worth it to argue about it and talk about it and work it out and find a solution. And you have to know when it's worth it to just secede to the other person, let them have that one, and move on. And that's my, that's my advice for marriage. Thank you, Aunt. Thank you. Let's pass it down over here. Let's... What was the question again? Um, so if your best friend were to get married tomorrow... So you know me very personally. Can you give it a more specific circumstance? Let's say, let's say Dre. It's, let's say Dre is okay. getting married tomorrow. What would be your best piece of advice to Dre to keep his home a happy home? So as one of his really good friends, I would probably already know 
like based off of the conversations that we had and I don't think that it would need to really get too much deeper than that. I feel like it, if you're, you're basing it off of me and that person being good friends. I feel like the conversations that we had would, it, it would say everything. You know, I, I wouldn't really have no advice. I'm not really that type of person to impose my opinion on anybody's relationship. You know, whatever happens, happens. And I don't like to get in between all that. Like, man, she's tripping, man. Fuck her. Or, yeah, you right. Or any of that. I don't like to do, I don't like to be that person. I just like to hear you out and that's it. So I feel like if you're saying you're going to ream, I'm going to marry this girl. If someone's saying that to me and they're one of my best friends, I'm going to listen to them. And based off of the experiences that they have, I'm, I'm going to be like, for sure, yeah, that's a girl for you. Or I'm going to be like, eh, you might want to, you might want to wait. <laughs> just based off of what you're telling me. <laughs> that's honest. Okay, yeah. thank you, Rain. It's just a very honest answer. Thank you. All right, Camille. Okay, so I think my advice is going to be a little bit of what everyone said because, you know, there's so many things that are important in a marriage. What you think is important going in is not going to be what's important your first day in, let alone a weekend. And so I feel like people need to understand that marriage is a decision. So if you don't want to be married, don't get married because everything you do after that, you have to choose your marriage. So your number goes to three, their number goes to seven. You still have to choose to be with that person. And that's like the most important thing. I think at the end of the day, you can, you have to love yourself, but you, you have to choose to love yourself. You have to make constant decisions that are in line with being married. And that's the hardest thing is people think that they, I'm going to get married and then I'm going to love myself and then oh, I can't do this, or oh, this changes, or oh, I lost my job, or oh, he lost his job, and now that number is not important anymore to you, or that number becomes more important to you. And so you have to just make that decision. I'm going to settle for this, compromise. That's another big thing. You have to compromise with what you thought you wanted and what you have. You married that person forever, because that's supposed to be what marriage is for. So anyways, that's it. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Camille. Um... I'm going to answer this question. I want to answer this question. Oh, please do. You know, might as well. Um, You know, I'm going to actually apply this to all relationships, not just marriage, um, but, you know, your significant other, your friendships, your relationships with your family members. I feel like we have to be constant learners, and we have to constantly learn. We do that in every other aspect of our life. When we talk about our jobs, we're constantly learning and trying to get better at our jobs. We're constantly learning how to, you know, be more healthy and in new workouts and new foods and, you know, like whatever you're learning, new technology. It's like we're always learning, so why would you not apply that to the relationships in your life? The people in your life, the relationships you have with people, those people are constantly growing. Or they may be going backwards. I don't know. They're just... It can go either way, right? So changing, they're ever-changing. So with that, you have to learn people and continue to learn them because we have many, many layers, and you have to peel back these layers of of these people. So I think that kind of touched on literally what everybody was saying is be a learner of your your partner and your friend and your relationships. So that's that's my piece. Yeah. Oh, wait, we have one thing. What's going on? Go ahead, Mars. Okay. I'm Mars, everybody. I think a big part of 
where we're at today with relationships and everything is about discipline and focus as well. Um, we're in a totally different way of dating than it was in the 50s and 60s with our grandparents and then the generations before us. And we're in a totally digital space. So I get that there's exceptions to, you know, you meet people at work or you might meet someone at the bar. But, you know, now, you know, we DM people, we, you know, we mention them, you know, we hit them up, you know, shoot our shot or whatever. And it changes the whole, like, digital space of how we interact with people. So I think, you know, when you get in a relationship with someone or you want to give someone the time of day, a big part of that is not entertaining the distractions. You know, you can get DMs, you can get hit up by people, but, you know, that can start a whole argument over something that you really had no control about. You know, why is this chick DMing you or like, why is somebody hitting you up and like, man, like, I I can't do nothing about that. So I think that just, again, it just changes the whole way of way we interact with each other just from jump, you know, like it's not the same as like you said before, like you might meet someone at the bar, you would you would go to, you know, your, our grandparents would go to someone's, you know, job every day with some flowers that they liked and nowadays that would be looked at as weird you know we got to learn the new ways that's and that's what i mean is like you gotta we gotta learn we gotta keep up with the times exactly so So, so it's a new space i think it's like we have to change the whole perspective of how we interact with each other because you know we're all on our phones we're all dming we're all on social media that's just the way it is like again there's there's exceptions to the big picture but from like the mass majority that's just how we interact so my point is that discipline and focus, you know, if you're giving someone the time of day, give them the time of day, you know, and then, you know, if you want to play the field, I mean, that's up to, you know, that's on you. But right. nowadays, if you are giving someone your time, like a big part of that is just avoiding distractions. Let's get away from. Let's Thank get you, away. If, so, you, if you if you really want to find love. You have to get back to the old school ways. You got to get away from the instant gratification. That's not true. It is true. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. It is true. It is true. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm about to say. Our whole generation is based on if you want to know any fact about anything that ever happened in the world, it's one Google search away. If you want to order... Chinese food, pizza, Thai food, Korean food, it's one click away. Everything in this generation but Alex, they is had about... I- they had issues just like everyone everything, else Everything. No, no, no. They didn't. So, I mean, they didn't. You, can't they say didn't. We, you can't say we have to go back to the old ways. They were cheating, sneaking, and geeking just like we cheating, sneaking, and geeking. Oh, wait, 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 our, our parents and our grandparents didn't have that. They didn't have Postmates. They didn't have Google. They didn't have Wikipedia. And they were still hold going on, through the on, same issues. Hold, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You guys. They didn't have every on, single on. person on earth aunt, one aunt, click aunt, turn away. To me. Turn to me. Look at me. Look at me. Hold on. Look. I just need to quiet for a second. We got to wrap it up. Okay. I, I do love the conversation. I'll let you guys talk all day. But we paid for this spot, okay? So <laughs> we got 
Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Ant still has a lot to say. A lot of y'all have a lot to say. We need to take this over to O'Donovan's pub, okay? So let's, let's wrap it up. I, I do appreciate everybody who came today. Let's give a round of applause to the panelists first. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming and talking. I wish we had, you know, 12 hours to talk, but we just, we don't. So we're going to take this over to O'Donovan's pub. Um, I'll, I'll make sure we get the information. We'll talk outside. Uh, get your last minute stuff there and start heading over there. And um, again, the shout merch. out to uh, Productive Culture for helping us with this event. Give them a round of applause. We do have merch outside. We have Art Groom Radio Times 9010 Conference merch out there. We have UTB merch out there. So and please. This is limited one time edition merch. It has the date on it. We're going to keep doing this try to do it quarterly and we want people to keep coming out so if you want to get your commemorative merch it's right outside we're making it fresh to press we'll deliver it if we ain't got your size talk to me so sorry sarah keep no going. thank you so much big c for that so thank you guys so much big round of applause did you guys sarah. enjoy yourself was this reem has one sarah, more thing to say i want to always wrap it up since you put all this together you've been doing this for a long time Thank you. Shout out, Sarah. Shout out, Sarah, for doing this. Real talk. I've been coming Shout to you for ours. like, for you, like seven, eight years. Like, yo, this is dope that people are meeting together. It's not the club. You know, they're talking about what the fuck is going on. We're millennials. We're like guinea pigs in like the whole society. So it's like good to hear everybody's perspective. But what do you think the answer is to all, this, all these things that we've talked about? I want to. I want to. I want to hear you. So what? So what? This will be my last thing, and then a wrap up is just your perspective. What is okay? So my goal for putting these events on, really any event that I have, I have Halloween parties. I've had financial seminars. I've had ninety ten conferences. I've had a lot of different things. My main goal really is to bring people together and have open conversation. We don't have an opportunity to do this stuff really anywhere. I mean, you're not having this conversation at the club. I'm sorry. And if you are, you're a weirdo. What was the... Like, don't talk to me about this stuff. I'm trying to dance and drink. So I feel like this is a space for us to have that. That's my ultimate goal. The last thing that I... You know, we do want to keep this going. We want to continue to have these, you know, maybe every quarter, we said. And I I want this to continue to get bigger. I want more and more people to come. You know, we're going to... We have it on footage. We're going to make it look nice. And we want all of you guys to come back and bring your friends, bring your family, continue to have this conversation, okay? That's my goal.